With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tom Russo is here. Let me get that mic up for you, sir. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Really looking forward to hearing you play. By the way, that opening track, uh, Sing Hallelujah, which I really love. That's so good. That's so good. And uh, also, too, we have uh, Kate Shimke from Darling Hill is uh, in studio as well. Good morning. Y'all are family, huh? You yes, we co- are. Cousins? Yeah, I watched him play music when I was a kid. So Oh, very cool. Definitely inspired me, for sure. She watched me didn't didn't grow up when I didn't grow up. Right. <laughs> we both had an, He got me hooked on Elvis Presley. Oh, no That's kidding. That's how it all started. Oh, very cool. He does a good Elvis impression. Oh, excellent. Well, we might have to uh, we might have to hear that later. <laughs> well, Tom's got his acoustic guitar out and he's going to play live for us and then uh, after that we'll uh, we'll listen to another studio track and then we'll we're going to talk for a bit. And uh, but I'm really looking forward to to hearing this. And uh, Tom, this is um the song you're going to play. This has not been recorded. This is uh Yeah, this is actually a new song I am writing. Um was even adding a few lyrics this morning. Oh, you know? very cool. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a newer one, so just trying to kind of work it out. Wow. So, oh, cool. So this is uh, this is like an exclusive. This like is a world Uber. premiere. Yeah. Yeah. This, this could be make it or break it right here. Like I'm either going to Hollywood or, or I'm not going. <laughs> very nice. And uh, what's it called? Or do you, or do you have uh, a title yeah, for I it do. yet? That someone was you. Is the name of the song. That someone was you. Yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, Yeah. Whenever you're ready, go ahead. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Tom Russo live in studio. Brand new song. Give it a go. All right. I took my chance on luck. Look took no chance on me I belong to where I was Something's got a hold on me I was all over the road It took someone to see that someone was you That someone was me I told the world of love And everything it could be
love up and walked away. Till the day it was free Love came back to show the way It took someone to see That someone was you That someone was me I took my chance on luck Luck took no chance on me And I belong to where I was Something's gotta hold on me I was all over the road It took someone to see That someone was you Tom Russo here in studio. Thank I, you. That that sounds finished uh, to me. I'm glad I just threw the the bridge in. Uh, the bridge was that written, was awesome. Bridge was written at about 5 a.m. this morning. <laughs> no kidding. And uh, practiced for the first time in front of you. But yeah two or three minutes ago. Oh, very cool. Very cool. No, I love it. That's, uh, that is excellent. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play another, uh, studio track, uh, from Tom Russo, and then we're going to, uh, come back and talk and, uh, get to know him. Uh, but, uh, this is called broke heart. Uh, check this out and then we'll, uh, we'll be right back. Tom Russo live in studio. Changed 
like that a lot. That track is called Broke Heart, and that is Tom Russo, who is here with us live in studio here. We have Tom Russo as well as Kate Shimke from Darling Hill, who was on with us. When, when were you on? At the time, it all runs together for me. It was a few months ago, right? Right before Halloween. Right before Halloween. Okay. Right before Halloween. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so as we mentioned earlier, so the two of you are cousins. Mm-hmm. We are. And have you, have you made music together? Do you appear on each, on each other's uh, projects at all? Or yeah, I, don't, I don't think we've made music together, no. I've booked him at my house. Remember, I have like a backyard where I book music. Yeah. So I've had him play at my house. We've, we've, we've split gigs before, I think, at Marco's and Ayer. But we've never worked creatively together. But 
I would like to. We fight a yeah. lot. We just oh, yeah, don't get along. So is drama. No. Yeah. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, maybe that's a conversation we should have on the ride home. That's right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we'll write the song on the ride home as well. Or you can have it here. It'd be good radio. Mm, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, studio tracks, Tom, where, where are these recorded? Uh, they sound great. Uh, these are mostly, well, actually all, uh, New Hampshire, Clark Creative in Amherst. Um, He's done a couple of them, also uh, Boardhouse Productions. He's in Brookline, right? Mm-hmm. Pete Peliquin. Okay. I, I, that, he, he that's worked a, with Glitter Tooth, yep. Oh, okay. I was going to say that's... Fox and the Flamingo. That's a familiar yeah. name, yeah. So yeah. A, lot of, a lot of these may have started at my house in, in my own little small studio, and then I'd bring the tracks over. Okay. Um, kind of continue on from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Brokeheart, I think you played that. Sing Hallelujah, those were both uh, Clark Creative. Yeah. Um. But I, I try to change it up a little bit, too, to just see what sound I'm getting. and Because mm-hmm. uh, you definitely get different sounds based on where you go or different inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how many studio tracks have you recorded? How much uh, How much do you have out? Um, it's tough to say because I have a lot with uh, either other bands or oh. other. Uh, I had a solo release, I think, in 2008. Okay. They're not all on there, but you can find them on Spotify. and Yeah. Uh, uh, over the years, it's it's tough to really say. Like now, recently, uh, in the last year, I've released I think three, okay, maybe four, okay. Um, but, but you've been playing your whole life. Yeah, I've been playing He's my been whole playing. life and recording my whole life. It's just <laughs> yeah. so he's probably got a lot. Yeah, they're not all up. You know, we're we're now actually getting a lot of the old stuff from old bands I've been in. And oh no, kidding! Uh, yeah, we're taking that and kind of fixing it a little bit, making it sound a little cleaner, yeah, louder. Uh, so we will be releasing that. I had an old band called On Four. Oh, and I feel like I remember On Four. Do you? I think so. You, we were around here for quite a while. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, the name's familiar. That was the the young band. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, for the most part, I just now I've been trying to record as much as I can. Now, Continually. Do you, do you play with any bands now, or do you strictly do solo? Mostly just solo. Yeah. Yeah, solo. Unless I had opportunity where somebody needed a you know, a band or a duo. Right. Um, but it's, you know, it's nice playing with by myself. It's just I can't blame any of the mistakes on anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's easier in terms of scheduling and decision yeah, making yeah, and not, all that, right? There aren't four people trying to come up with a schedule. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Um, how long has it been since the last time you played in a in a band? Have you been a solo artist for a long uh, time? No, I think um, last time I was actually playing in a band was pretty steady in 2000 okay um 2000 to 2005 ish i yeah. think um and then before that it was mostly all bands like i didn't really start solo until moving back from atlanta oh no kidding um that was like 90 i'm getting my years all messed up Who knows? <laughs> it, somehow somehow the story makes sense but um once i started doing solo i just built up the confidence to do it a little more yeah uh, in the beginning i may have had to repeat songs maybe i didn't but maybe i did yeah Um, so yeah i would just go out and try to pick up as many kind of little small venues here Mm -hmm. and there but are you from here originally yeah yes uh temple new hampshire now but always new hampshire yeah temple greenville mason new hampshire okay and then Um, you but you lived in atlanta for for a time atlanta moved there in right about time of the olympics okay Um, Moved down there with a band. Oh, uh, before before the Olympics, and we played uh, for a couple years in Atlanta. 
Okay, interesting. So um, so the whole band moved together yeah. from, from here to there? From here to there. Was that on four or was that somebody that, else? That was on four. That was on four. Yeah. Okay, yeah. wow. So, and that we started as four people in the band, then it became three people. Um, it was a three three member band when we moved to Atlanta, but yeah. we're we're all still really good friends. Um, yeah. Now that's interesting because you don't hear you don't hear uh, stories like that much where a band decides to all move together. Yeah, like, we actually moved with we didn't really even know where we were gonna live. Wow. You know, so um, not really a lot of money. Just kind of stayed with somebody for a couple weeks type thing, and then yeah. Uh, so you you really believed in what you were doing, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and why Atlanta? Actually, a lot of it was the Olympics. You know, oh, okay. they, with the Olympics coming in and the excitement yeah. of the Olympics. Um, just and things were happening there. A lot of lot of music. We could. We were getting sick of playing <laughs> in the winter. Yeah. Like, um, and then we suddenly were able to play during the day. Play, right. You know, it wasn't uh, screwing up our schedule at all. Interesting. And we traveled a lot of college. college yeah. College type gigs. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, how long were you there in Atlanta? Uh, I think it was right about two years. Okay. Two, two and a half. Okay. And then did you all move back we together all, uh, or what happened then? No, like a few stayed there and we're, you know, a few stayed there. I came here. Uh, oh, okay. One of the members, Sean, went out to Colorado. Uh, I think John stayed in, he was in Florida and North Carolina and um, so Atlanta broke up the band ultimately. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> a, no, we, we, had a, we did have a great time. <laughs> yeah, we, no, we kinda, that's good. We had gone there with, um, you know, really being into the band REM. And, uh, yeah. At, oh, yeah. Athens, Georgia. So yep. we were, we were kind of intrigued by that. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, what, what was the, was the music scene like really different there just in terms of, um, it was just, um, there were just a lot more places to play. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, you could, you didn't have to like rely on two places in, in a local area. Sure, um, sure. And it was just more exciting, you yeah. know, and it was, people seemed to be a little bit more willing to have music all the time. Interesting. Uh, yeah. The schedule was a little different. A lot of those gigs would start at 10 at night. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So it'd be 10 to 2, 10 oh. to 2 a.m. Oh, okay. Um, so we, our life changed a little bit with the schedule, but yeah. Yeah. We enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then, uh, so was it weird coming back here because it, it's, it's so, I mean, it sounds like it's really different there in some ways. Or, yeah, or, it was, it was weird coming back where it, the excitement wasn't the same, you yeah. know, like we were excited to be back, but we didn't have, I was excited to be back, but, yeah. um, didn't have the momentum. And, and then when we would come up to visit same, the same deal, we'd feel right. like, what's there, what's there to do up here? Right. Um, but we, we just spent so much time playing music together and practicing that we really didn't always care as much where we were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely two different places. We were probably excited to just get out of that cold and no, stop hitting the frost heaves. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, no, it sounds like it was a good experience. Um, does, does any of the material that you did in on four, does that, do you still do that today as a solo artist or uh, not, not really. I may have done like one of the songs recently or on a different album, but, um, not really. I mean, once in a while I'll go back and listen to some of those or yeah. the, the guy that was in the band with me, Sean, we, we're kind of in talks right now and, um, might even be a new song coming that we're, we're kind of. Oh. You know, so we're excited about that. Oh, cool. He's Maybe he's listening right now and shaking his head no. I, know, but, uh, I believe that's what's going to happen. But, <laughs> right. um, I 
I think most of us have moved on with a lot of the older songs and mm-hmm. you know they're all there and we're excited about those still but we it would be nice to to do something new yeah, yeah. you know especially to see what we might come up with now versus because we we felt we were pretty great back then <laughs> you then, were great back well then, then you yeah but you, years i and, got to witness that. years later yeah. you listen and you you're like well that that guitar was out of tune i wasn't singing oh, right you know stuff like um but it just shows you you can always keep getting better yeah yeah no doubt um i've seen some people get worse so that's possible. <laughs> that is possible also <laughs> do you miss uh being in a band or yeah yeah, yeah. I, I miss uh i just miss the playing off of each other in terms of yeah where the music is going yeah um I yeah I do, but it, it has to be always the right band. I've I've yeah. always been lucky enough to always be in the right band. Like every band I've ever been in mm-hmm. has worked for me. Yeah, you know, so it's never been like wow, this is like it's only taken me somewhere else in terms of music. So yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I think we should uh, play another studio track, um, but I'll I'll let you pick. I, I think we have a couple that we haven't played yet. Uh, let's um, see. Why don't you? Uh, Let's do Should I Be Afraid. It's a little unique. Should I Be Afraid. Should no. I, be, I wrote that song uh, the day of the studio. Uh, time was booked. I actually started the night before and finished it on my lunch break. And then I ended up at Boardhouse Productions that night, tracked it with Pete, and that's how the, that's how the story is. is. Is there a story behind the song itself? or uh, Probably not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a good friend on it. Um, rapping doing a rap he goes under the name bug out okay his name is brian ladd sorry if i've oh yes i know right. who that is you know brian i i think i do i think i've met him at least i don't yeah, like he, know him. he was him, in but... granite state um, i'm sure i've met him kind of a hip-hop type guy uh, yeah brett wilson of roots of creation is playing guitar on this one. Oh, cool excellent um, uh, rick cars on drums doing some different you know just had him kind of come in um but yeah nothing too special it's pretty <laughs> straightforward song all right well let's uh let's give this a listen so uh this is uh should i be afraid tom russo is with us in studio we'll uh, play this and then we'll come back and uh, talk some more Perfect man I'm hard to understand these days 
on rise, I can't hide forever what it feel like it's hard to find Trying to keep focused to seem hopeless I've been noticing my age, catching up in the eyes of my oldest To try to hold this moment is gone Before I know what the calm, before the storm is all But what I notice, I broke this as a reminder When they can no longer find us in mind Searching for diamonds and we fading into silence, huh? Well, that is very cool. That is uh, Tom Russo. And uh, Tom, who, uh, remind us, who, who is that at the end? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, that is bug out. Bug out. Yeah, that is very cool. That's, um... You know, it's 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 cool too. How it's it's just at the end, and, and so you have no idea that it's coming, but it sounds so natural. It it, it perfectly. Well, I'm, I'm glad per- you said that because when I when I had the idea to put it there, uh, and he's he is a hip hop guy. If you know Brian from Granite State, uh, yeah, he's like, oh, nobody's ever really done that uh, in the term. You know, it's not like I'm really planning it that way, but I liked it in the in that fact that it. It didn't start at the beginning of the song where you had any idea it was going to come in at all. Right, right. Yeah, because usually when you do hear anything even close to that, it's usually um, in the beginning. I'm sorry, not in the beginning, in the middle. Right. You, you know, like where you might expect a guitar solo, you might, you, you'll hear a verse of, uh, of, of rapping. But um, to put it at the very end, I'm trying to think of, uh, I can't think off the top of my head of another example of somebody doing that. Although I feel like I I'm feel sure like, it has, I'm sure it's definitely been done, but it's. Uh, but but it's cool. It's it's kind of. It's it's surprising, but it's almost subtle at the same time, it, because it just fits. It fits right. so perfectly. Well, you know? actually, the thing I was really uh, happy about, if you listen to the lyrics, and he wrote, he came up with those lyrics. I basically told him, "This is what this is what the song is. Just I want you to do your thing." Yeah. Um. But his lyrics are meaningful too. Like he those they fit the song yeah um and that's his style that's that's the way he is that's the way he does it and he's he's a natural at doing it so yeah i thought i was like i've never had a, a rap yeah on a song and even earlier uh, yeah. conchetta was uh, the one singing with me on sing hallelujah and she was somebody um from the studio where i had gone to and recommended her and uh, she sang the national anthem at red sox yankees game just oh really Recently, she's worked with a lot of big people. Um, she just came in and sang that, and that—that's what that song needed. So, yeah, same deal with this song. Is it's it felt cool to put it there. I'm sure some people might not like it, or maybe a true hip hop person would be like, you know, because they don't—they're not listening to the other stuff. But, sure, but I—I I think it fits. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you're just joining us, we have uh, Tom Russo here, alive in studio with us. Are you recording an album, or are you doing an EP, um, or what's what's your trajectory there? I I guess I have taken a different approach this time, where it seems like I'm doing it as singles. Yeah. Um, and then the way I look at it is then if I had 10 different singles versus an album, it gives me 10 different opportunities to be in front of somebody. Yeah. You know, um, I think the idea eventually would be to have enough songs that an album would be made 
mm-hmm. you know, or maybe then kind of redone in the best of 20 different songs and maybe it would be one album. But yeah, I guess it's tough to say because if they're done and recorded, I'd, I want to keep going. Right, right. Um, yeah, we live in a, a time where, you know, you have so many different options as far as how you release things and whether you want to put out a single or an album or an right. EP or um, a lot of guests we've had on the show recently, too. They talk about, you know, just releasing singles and then once all the singles are out that they want for that album, you know, then releasing an album of those singles, which is interesting because it's, you know, an obvious inversion of how it was when we were growing up where, you know, a single would come out a little bit before an album and then the album would come out and then any more singles would come out after the album was out. But now it's like, you can do anything you want to with the internet. When the Beatles did it all that way, if you think about it, they had different arrangements, collections of songs and different U S versions versus uh, other versions. Um, and they just keep making different albums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which people like that though. Right. Absolutely. Um, are the Beatles a big influence on you? I I, yeah, I, I, I yeah. hear some of that. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, the Beatles have always been probably really one of my, you know, the, the influences I've had have been the Beatles, Elvis. Yeah. In the beginning, that's who they were. Buddy Holly, Roy Orbison, Everly Brothers. Um, but yeah, that would Crowded House, Squeeze. Those are bands I've really been into. And I've been into a lot of... Uh, Singer-songwriters like Sean Mullins, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Christopherson, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson. Yeah. Uh, Tom Petty is actually a huge influence on, I just like the style of writing. Yeah. Um, so Tom Petty is somebody that can encourage me that I can just write a song the way it should be written, which is just write it. Well, as simple as it can be. Right, right. Um, what... Is there a process in terms of do you, do lyrics come to you first or do you think of a melody first or does it change? Or uh, It seems to change now. Um, uh, it's probably a wor- few words. Something will just start. Could be a phrase. Could mm. be uh, four words that I just, it's the words that make me think of the melody and yeah. then it kind of takes off from there. Yeah. And then I either know like, it's worth going or it's, you know, I either have to convince, if it's good, I have to convince myself it's good. If it's, if it's not, I walk away from it, you know, or it's a little yeah. confusing, but, um, it comes in so many different ways. It could be, you could say something to me that I had never known about mm-hmm. and maybe that could inspire me to, to write something. Yeah. Um, does anything you write ever wind up sounding really different when you record it than what you had envisioned? Yeah. Yeah. The the reason I ask is it sounds like, because it sounds like you're very open to, you know, like having bug out on that track or having, I forget the name of the singer on, uh, Conchetta. Conchetta. Um, it sounds like you're very, uh, open in that sense in terms of having, uh, you know, having things kind of take a left turn uh, for, you know, from what you may have originally envisioned. I think it's easier now at my age uh, because I can keep working for the song. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, you'd be four guys in a band and everybody has their part and mm-hmm. every, everybody has their opinion, which is fine. But sometimes it just it it holds things up. Yeah. Um, it can take longer in this sense where you're still building songs, but you are taking the time to like you're getting smart enough to know if something doesn't fit mm-hmm. like you're taking it out. Like so there are tracks uh, that I paid studio musicians to come in on some of these songs. Yeah. Um, 
that were great parts. It's just it didn't work for the song. I had a violin um, on a song coming up uh, called Greet the Sun, and the violin's beautiful, and I've played that version of people who like it, but yeah. it just didn't work. Yeah, That would have been harder to do in the band if you played the violin. Oh, and I yeah. said to you, hey, you know, I really the part that we all really liked last week, we don't like it anymore. <laughs> right. We have a call. I think uh, somebody has a question for you. Hey, man, it's Mike Doyle. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good morning to you. Good mm-hmm. morning to your guest. Hey, I just turned you on. I thought maybe I said, oh, he's playing music. Maybe uh, maybe he's not on today or something. And I ended up listening to the song. And I, I got to tell you, that song was, was fantastic. It was, uh, who doesn't that fit the, the, the words, I'm not a perfect man? You know what I mean? Right, right. It's, it's, it, starts making, it starts making you reflect on uh, yourself and friends and, you know, the whole world. And with all the stuff going on these days, I mean, who's a perfect man? You know, there's probably only one that we all know. But, um, I don't know, it's a great song, great lyrics, great, great, um, great music. Great uh, vocals, and uh, I'm not a rap guy at all. But that uh, that ending, you know, catches. I'm thinking here it's going to be a soft landing for the ending, and all of a sudden the rap, and it fit. It mm-hmm. fit. It wasn't overbearing. It wasn't, uh, yeah. and it was just enough. So uh, I just wanted to say, great song all the way around. Well, thank you very much. That um, that actually is, that's really cool to hear because uh, I I don't know who you are and. It, it was, yeah, it's neat to hear. Coming from a sixty-five year, that's coming from a sixty-five-year-old man, man. He's <laughs> lived in Manchester all his life, and and he's definitely not a perfect man. That's all well, I'm, I'm glad you picked up the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Appreciate thank- your music. I'm going to look deeper into what else you do. Thank you. I'll keep singing them for you. Excellent. Excellent. All right, man. Thanks. All right, Mike. Thank you for the call. Appreciate all it. All right. We'll see you. All right. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it's interesting what Mike was saying. That's exactly what we were talking about. That the, the part at the end with bug out. It just it, it you know it's a surprise, but and yet it just fits so seamlessly into the song. Well, and what's cool here is I I might think that somebody just hears the song and they go about whatever they're doing, um, but he actually heard my lyrics yes. and just he recited back what he just heard. Yeah, and he had meaning in what he heard, and that's to me that's probably one of the coolest things I've ever really experience to have somebody just call right and, and it's not my uncle that called in <laughs> right right of course it could be could be thanks uncle thanks uncle mike <laughs> right <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah that's got to give you chills right when, when somebody really when they it, it give you more than just oh i like that song when they actually get something from the lyrics you know that's awesome well and even you bringing up the rap see you're you brought up something to me that was already a discussion between myself and Brian that did the rap. Like, well, it's, you know, but I didn't come in here and ask you, hey, what do you think about that? Yeah. Like, you brought that up on your own, and he just called in in the same way. He was yeah. surprised to hear that. So I guess that's that was effective mm-hmm. in how it's supposed to be in there. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Well done. Thank yeah, you. That, that, is, uh, that is awesome. Um so yeah, so oh, kind of circling back though to what we were talking about. So are you um uh, before about the singles? So is is your are you just kind of doing singles for now and then kind of see where it leads? Or yeah, I mean, I I think I would like it to lead somewhere where I just keep making better songs, right? Yeah. And then I make it to the point where you just can't deny it anymore. Right. Like you know, I'll just keep throwing good songs at people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then I'm going to just end up where that's going to take me, which could then mean playing more music, you know, full-time original music mm -hmm. or um, selling music or just getting it everywhere. So I yeah. think the intention would be to just keep going in the direction that I don't, I don't want to do it. I'm not, I've never done it just as a hobby. Yeah. You know, I've always in the background of anything I've been doing, uh, plugging away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you play out a lot? Are you doing a lot of shows? I'm playing fewer now. I mean, it, it, there was a point where I used to play, you know, 15, 18 times a month and work a full-time job. Yeah. Um, I'd say now it's, and once I get going again, it's probably on average maybe more like five to eight, eight times a month. Mm -hmm. More than that. How many times you know, did you say a month? How many times did you say? Oh, before? Yeah. 15, 20, 17, you know. But That's that, crazy but that to would, me. But to that me, would I'm, be because I was saying yes to every gig I'd right, be Right, right, yeah. That's like, a lot, man. They would yeah. call and I'd and say. And you were working? Yeah, but I'd be playing a Monday night, Tuesday night, a Wednesday, a Sunday. Yeah. And eventually I decided, actually that's when I decided to start getting back into focusing on recording my music. I was like, I'm not going to record my music and play all these gigs. So, yeah. Um, but I, but I'm just more selective now. You know, I have some coming up. I'm playing in Peterborough, New Hampshire at a nice little family, uh, diner Christmas Eve called Beepa and Lulu's. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to school with, um, both of the people that own the place and they just, I was in there recently and they asked me and yeah, I'll, I'll come in and do that. So yeah. I, I, have let a lot of things happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't really search for it as much anymore. Right. Um, I do have booking agent once in a while, I'll get some calls. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I just kind of go where I think I should be. Go where the road takes you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that makes, uh, that makes sense. Um, now do you have, uh, do you have anything coming up that you want to mention? Any, uh, shows in the area that, uh, yeah, I wish I wrote them down. That's the thing. <laughs> I, well, I, or you can tell us where to find them. I, online, I actually yeah. don't think I have, uh, I think I have one coming up. It's like January 13th, but that's in Hillsborough. Yeah. Uh, that a place called main street grill. I have, um, a show coming up over at Hampshire Hills, a couple of those, yeah. uh, what is that called? The Hills. The Hills. The yeah. Hills. Um, but I, I will start like I've just this time of year, I always like December and, you know, it's a little slow and then yeah, it will get warmer and then I'll be playing like, you know, maybe some seacoast things and yeah. some places around here. But yeah, really now I'm just trying to really uh, refine my sound, mm -hmm. get better with my equipment, you know, learn my equipment a little yeah. bit more yeah. in terms of sound because I just I. I'm not, I just put stuff on the floor and I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't turn too many knobs is what I'm saying. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, we should tell people too. So what, what's, um, what's the best way for uh, people to find you online who want to follow you, follow your music? And, and, and part of why I think it's especially uh, important to make that clear uh, with our listeners is because uh, not everyone's going to know how to spell your last name. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that, we should correct that. Yeah. Um, so it is Russo. R O U S S E A U. Uh, that's how you. I'm sure all you had a pen when I just said that as well. Um, but and those I, in the chat room, I've dropped Tom Russo Music's right. Facebook yeah. link. Oh yeah, right there for you. Yeah, I would, you know, and I would say uh, now what I try to do now, and I've been encouraged to do this more, is just get people to stream it, stream more. Mm -hmm. Like go yeah. on Spotify, listen to whatever you want. Go on iTunes Music. Go on Amazon Music. Apple Music. So it's it's all out there. Like, yeah. So it's 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 all there for people to get it free. Yep. Uh, I think now the idea is just 
really getting people to share it. Like, yeah, like I didn't really get that until a couple years ago. I have my friend Louis Gendron there that wrote Broke Heart with me. He actually started off that song. He was more the main writer. Um, then I came in. He, he's he's been the one plugging for me to do that. He's like, you got to get people to stream it because mm-hmm. if I had a stack right now of 300 CDs and I even told you that it was two dollars for the CD, you might not buy it. Right. You know, it's people don't care about that anymore. Mm-hmm. So some people do it. Right. It, it, it's it's interesting um, how I, mean, I, I would want a CD. Yeah. I mean, physical media has really kind of hung on. But, um, you know, some people, like, if they're really into an artist, you know, they want the, the, the art and the liner notes and everything, you know. And um, we had, um, like, like we, we've had, actually, um, like, Byron G. and uh, Cody Pope, uh, when they were on, uh, a, a couple of, you know, pretty young hip-hop guys. And they're like, oh, yeah, we still put out CDs because, um, you know, some, some people still want physical media. But, um, but it it's certainly has changed a lot. I think... I think it was in 2022, I think, I hope I have this right, was the first year that vinyl actually outsold CDs. I think you're right about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Be- you're right about I miss albums. Vinyls. Yeah. I miss, you know, having those big sheets and liner notes and stuff. But I'll tell you, you're definitely on my playlist, which is why I don't know a lot of current day songs. You were at, Before the show, you had asked me about a current day song. My playlist is pretty much all independent artists. So I really yeah. don't hear a lot of modern Stop. Now, but you had only just heard it recently, right? I wasn't on your playlist. Right, right. No, yeah. no, you're going on my playlist. Oh, good. Yeah, you yeah. are going. You are coming on to my yeah. independent playlist. That'd be yes. bad if, like, I've had you on my playlist for years. <laughs> We've just met. No, no, I'm not that quick. Yeah. Tur- turns I'm out, good. It's, turns out, it's a different Tom Russo. This yeah. is <laughs> Tom Russo, R U S S O. I was approved, and I did not even apply. <laughs> Well, I would say finding uh, even for music, I I'll be out more and more uh, playing in live. So somebody usually can kind of go search. Uh, I'll always post my gigs on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have the musician page and my private page, but over the years, it, nobody half of them come in on my <laughs> my private my personal page, and I still accept them because it's just like, well, they, that's what they find. Right. So I think there's Tom Russo music and Tom Russo, um, but I'd say share. Share that music as much as you can, mm-hmm. um, yeah. for sure. I don't know. Do you have time to play that one last song? Or oh yeah, that's that's how I want to end. Oh yeah, the, yeah, uh, absolutely. That's yeah. that's how I want to end. This I don't want to wear out my welcome here, and I'm no, I'm very you're... curious about that bike and if anybody laughs at you <laughs> when you ride that bike. Um, yeah. Well, so for, there's a uh, a a bike <laughs> in the well. It's it a looks kind like of a, a lot bike, of... kind of a scooter. It's a yeah. bike scooter. It was. I was gonna say it, a lot of that yes. bike is missing. Somebody, yeah. I, somebody <laughs> won that at the Miracle on Elm Street, uh, which is an awesome fundraiser that's done here every year, and all the money and toys and things that are raised that's, stay right here in Manchester that's pretty cool. and go to Manchester Kids. Yeah. So that was part of a, a raffle prize. It was um, probably called the Miracle on Elm Street when they saw it actually oh. rolling. Because look at it. Like well, it's I, only got two wheels, would, so nobody can see I would have bike. to get on it, and I'd be like, I do not know what to do. I, I <laughs> don't right touch your things foot? like that. I value not breaking any more bones. <laughs> I think it looks so, really yeah. cool, though. Um, <laughs> it does look cool. It does. So we will, uh, yeah, so we're going to end the hour with this uh, this uh, song, uh, Greet the Sun. Uh, what should we know about this, uh, Tom, before we play <laughs> well, uh, This actually, to me, kind of started a lot of this off. Um, in me recording again, actually, I wrote the song on piano, which isn't really what I would do. So I play piano on the song. A friend of mine's playing with, with me as well. But um, 
it just seemed really easy to write because I wasn't playing a, a guitar, so I really didn't know what I was doing, so I didn't know what I couldn't do. <laughs> right, right. Um, it was more just playing it, and it sounded right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it seems to... This this seems to be a song that would will always be an end-of-the-album song. It just... it huh. It feels that way to me. Um, it's kind of slow, but it... It has a certain melody, a feel that uh, that I wanted to get through, and I think it it, it happened. Yeah, well, perfect. But, but pretty simple, you know, pretty simple overall. Perfect way to end the uh, the segment. Then, excellent, uh, Tom Russo. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. Well, thank you very much for having me. Absolutely, Great. absolutely. And Thanks to uh, my cousin Kate. Over yeah, here. Kate from Darling Hill. Uh, go back and uh, check that out uh, if you missed that interview. Uh, that was really good. That was a few that months was awesome. ago, right before right before Halloween. You said right. Yeah, and I just want to thank you guys for showcasing local artists like you do. Oh, oh happy to I, do it's it. It's really fun to sit back and watch you interview them and ask them all the questions. Like you seem to get to the heart of the creation process, which I really, oh. I really think is cool to hear and share with people. Oh, thank you. I He's appreciate got a that. Nice style, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I love that. Aww. I love Very that. smooth. <laughs> Let's give this a listen. This is "Greet the Sun," Tom Russo. Tom, thanks again. Thank you.
be me Someone you can see Still dreaming every dream Till I come back home 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 Till I come back 